All right. Welcome back. And today's episode of Off Topic, uh, our Milwaukee Bucks have a big three locked in for the future. There, we have a national championship winner. So the college basketball season is over. And MLB opening day happened last week. So we are in full swing MLB mode. Let's follow along on this wild journey of sports. All right, let's jump right into some NBA news, guys. Uh, let's start off with some signings. Boogie Cousins signed with the Clippers, and Isaiah Thomas signs with the Pelicans. Both are 10-day contracts, I believe. Yay. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I just thought we should include them. I mean, well, no, I know. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, it's these are just like, okay, well, Boogie's going to be on the team for only 10 days, and I bet you Isaiah Thomas will play eight minutes total for the Pelicans before – they don't resign him, so. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Isaiah Thomas gets one minute of play for every inch above five feet he is. Yeah, yes. <laughs> All right. Um, we had a really lopsided score uh, in this past <laughs> week. The Golden State Warriors, former NBA champions, I think they won, like, three out of the past five NBA championships lost to the Toronto Raptors 130 to 77. The reason I put this in here is because I think it's about time. We, we, we stopped them. Uh, what's the guy's name? Mark what? Jackson slander because I, oh, I've yeah, never been yeah, a yeah. Steve Kerr believer and everybody thinks, oh, Steve Kerr saved the team. No, no, he didn't. He got KD, and he got a full in prime Steph, Clay, and Dre. And now that he doesn't have, he only has two of those three. The Warriors have been the worst team in the league the last two seasons. So Steve Kerr is not a good coach. He never has been. He just had one of the most talented teams ever. Yeah, I've always been. Uh, I've always been a Mark Jackson guy, as well. Like yes. I'm, I'm like. I could have coached the Warriors if I was handed that good of a team because <laughs> yeah. it's not that hard. You can't so. coach people like KD and Steph. You just, all right, just go go score, and they yep. will. Exactly. <clears throat> so, yeah, I think Mark, it's about time we start questioning Steve Kerr. Yeah, I agree. Mark, Mark Jackson definitely put together the team. Steve Kerr was just given all the parts. Yeah, I, was hor- I felt awful. Like he literally put a, the whole team together, and then he just fired him. <clears throat> like, all right, fight- thank you. Didn't he make like the second round of the playoffs when he got fired or something like that? Yeah, he made the second round third. He made the second round of playoffs every year, but at that point, Steph was still fairly young. Like he was not in his prime yet. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like the Steph Curry we know. And then Clay was also kind of in that same boat. Yeah, I agree with you. Mark Jackson does not deserve slander. He should deserve praise on how he put together that team because. I mean, when you look at it from a drafting standpoint, that's like one of the greatest teams ever assembled. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move into some Milwaukee Bucks talk here. Uh, we want to start off with the Giannis historic night where it looks like he was in the All-Star game all over again. Sure. This was, this was nuts. This might be one of the greatest 
single game performances ever. Yeah. I feel like Wilt Chamberlain's going hundreds up there too. What was his stat line? Uh, he went 18 of 18 from two pointers, 11 of 13 from the free throw line, 47 points, 12 rebounds, three blocks. He went 18 of 21 total. He went over three from three, but he, the Blazers from the free throw line and two pointers scored 46 points and Giannis scored 47. He outscored Hmm. the entire Blazers team on two pointers and, and free throws. First player to ever do that in NBA history. And they, yeah, not to mention crazy. the Bucks also won that game by like fucking thirty. Yeah, mm-hmm. No, I think Giannis wants MVP. I think he wants back to back to back. I mean, who wouldn't? Well, yeah. Well, he's just... he has to be. They have to put him in the conversation now. Enough with this LeBron shit. Giannis is better than LeBron right now. He is. I I actually have not heard of LeBron in the MVP conversation for like a week or two now. That's because he got he hurt. Got injured. Yeah. Yeah. But Giannis has definitely moved up. But, yeah. yeah, top two. Top two yeah, sure. He's definitely top two. I think last week we were saying him and Dame could be flip-flop, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I mean, Giannis is definitely having a better year than Dame right now. Dame is still absolutely yeah, unbelievable. Not a year. knock just, on Dame. Yeah, yeah. Giannis is just better. Giannis is just playing really fucking well recently. Right. And the only player that I would put above the two would be Jokic. Yeah, same. I think everybody in the media would agree with that. But yeah, that that was a fantastic game by Giannis. I mean, it looks like he was in the All Star game yet, not missing a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does get his sidekick uh, with him for the next couple of years as Drew Holiday signed a four year, hundred sixty million dollar extension with the Bucks on Easter. So that was a happy Easter for us Bucks fans. Yeah, I was driving back to school when I got the notification and I was fucking hyped. Because also, Drew Holiday has been averaging like 28, uh, 8 and 8 in the last five games, too. He's been going crazy. I was about to say the way he's been playing the past like couple weeks. Ever since he came back from COVID, he's been really, really, he's been lights out, man. He really has. I just love, I just love Drew Holiday so much. You see in his uh like the video they put together, he said he wanted to be a buck for life too. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Like this guy is going to win us playoff games. Like yeah. he's going to he, win us big games. That's the difference between him and Eric Bledsoe. Eric, they might have they may have had like in their careers before this year, they may have had similar stats, as everybody argued. Eric Bledsoe lost us playoff games. Say you want about Giannis not showing up against the Raptors two years ago. There's a good argument we lost that series because Eric Bledsoe probably went 0 50 from three. Well, he would do pull up threes on fast breaks. So yes, every single time when we are on a run or have a little bit of momentum, Eric Bledsoe would take a pull up three and would just kill us because he'd usually airball. Like he lost us games. Drew Holiday's going to win us games. And now to have him, Chris, and Giannis locked up for the next four years is just we have we have our window. Like we officially have our window now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we officially I will say something about the Bucks Ian Brook Lopez has played really really well lately remember when you wanted to trade him yeah I mean maybe we should his trade value is super high right now no no I love him dude no he, he's been playing well it's great to see the Bucks are starting to round into form without Giannis playing as well because he's starting to sit like every other night or something like that so Without Giannis, they're starting to round into form just in time for playoffs. 
Did you see all the Raptors fans uh, reacting to this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were like, oh, thank God we got OG, Fred Van Vliet, and Pascal for 50 million less. Yeah. They, well, they took- well, all three of those players are way worse than Giannis, uh, the Holiday, and Middleton. Yes, I it, they I have the tweet. It was Siakam, Van Vliet, o, an OG, and an Obi for seventy-one million, and then Giannis, Drew, and Chris are worth one twenty. And like, yes, they yeah. I, I don't know what this guy. I don't know why Raptors fans hate the Bucks so much. To be honest, yeah. All of a sudden, Raptors fans were like, they got like they got really butthurt about it. That's what it was because maybe they thought that Drew would go to the Raptors in the offseason or something. No, they thought they were going to get Giannis. I think that's why they hate us so much. It's like the last – they beat us, and we've never beat them in the playoffs, so it's not like they hate us for that. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what it is, why they hate the Bucks so much. Maybe yeah. because Canada and Wisconsin have a rivalry. I don't fucking know. I don't think they do. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> think, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I saw that tweet, and if, honestly speaking, like if the Raptors were to offer the trade of OG, Fred Van Fleet, and uh, Siakam for Giannis, I would not take it. I don't think you I would, would take be it for Middleton. Fucking idiot to take it. I wouldn't take it for any for Chris, Giannis, or Drew. No fucking chance. Yeah. So I, I don't know what point that man was trying to make. Yeah, he was just mad. I mean, we yeah. can make this. We can make another argument. Like Jordan Nawara, Sam Morrell. Like Conte DiVincenzo, like 10 yeah, million. they're making about they're making about 10 million. So thank you. Thank you, uh John Horst. What a GM. He's paying those guys way less than LeBron and AD. Oh, yeah. What a steal. <laughs> okay. Um Paul Pierce was fired by ESPN. I don't know what happened. So you don't. I don't. It was funny. Paul Pierce <laughs> went on Instagram live. And he had a bunch of, of big booty strippers just all around him, money everywhere, just having the time of his life. And like this did not go unnoticed, obviously. And then the next day at like 8 p.m., he tweeted, good morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he was shortly fired by ESPN right after. <laughs> Let the man have his fun. Jesus. He I think he's going to go to bar school. He had to have been hanging out with Lou Williams. Oh, I mean, there's a. I mean, I, honestly, I'm so glad that I don't have to hear Paul Pierce talk about how great the Celtics are and how great he was on ESPN anymore. Well, he also thinks that he was better than Dwayne Wade. So I remember, I remember that. And that, also, he and was that the is one, just so wrong. He was the one when the Bucks got down 0-1 to the Celtics. He's like, mm-hmm. I just don't know what Milwaukee does from here. He's like, this is over. And the Bucks proceeded to win 4-1, winning the next game yeah. by a combined probably 80 points. <laughs> He's an idiot. Fuck yeah. Paul Pierce. This was funny, but his takes are just awful. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of takes that are awful, but he's definitely yes. one. Uh, let's dive into some college basketball news. Before we get to the actual tournament, let's run through some transactions. And Ian, <laughs> sorry for your loss. How upset were you? Thursday was a tough day. I'm not going to lie. First of all, this is what I'll start by saying. PR 101. Do not release major news on April 1st. (laughs) 
Because my when I I was just sitting in my bed, just scrolling through Twitter, and I saw North Carolina tweeted that. I was like, good one. And then I read the press release. I was like, damn, this looks kind of legit. <laughs> and then they and you read a little bit more. <laughs> and then North Carolina announced they're going to have a press conference at two o'clock. So I was like, I mean, this. I don't think they would do it now. And then Armando Baycott tweeted, "Guys, it's not an April Fool's joke." And that's when I was like, "Mother fucker!" <laughs> I I could not believe it out of nowhere. Like I did not see this coming in a million years. See, but, I I found this funnier because on last week's episode, you oh, said that Wisconsin, I, you thought Wisconsin was going to end the North Carolina dynasty, and like two days later, Nor- Roy Williams. I know. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The dynasty <laughs> is fine. But so it was it was kind of devastating. Uh, I obviously watched the whole press conference and everything. And he was just talking about how he just doesn't think he just doesn't think he's good enough anymore, which is kind of sad for one of the greatest college coaches of all time to be saying like he just says that he like he's not good enough anymore. And that's why Carolina hasn't been as good the last two years. Um. Obviously, that's not the case. I just think we just we just weren't good. Like we had injuries yeah. last year a lot, and then our players, like Roy Williams, takes the blame for his players missing shots and not getting rebounds. But that you can't really blame him for that. And obviously, as like a coach, a good coach, you're gonna blame yourself. You don't want to blame these 18 year old kids, you know. But I, you know, it's. It's 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 devastating. I it's gonna be unbelievably weird to watch Carolina next year and see Hubert Davis on the sidelines. Yeah. Um, and at the end of Roy's speech, he said that he hopes he can look back and he says he he hopes that he can look back and say that he did okay. And I as a I speak for most North Carolina fan, just about every <laughs> North Carolina fan and all of college basketball. Roy, you did more than okay. Yeah. You were. You have un. You've won. He coached for forty-eight years, eighteen with North Carolina. No doubt, one of the greatest ever. I'm biased, so he's obviously the goat to me. Fastest to nine hundred wins, three championships with Carolina, nine ACC titles. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. good. Good for Roy. I hope he enjoys retirement. Uh, he gave me some of the best moments in my life. Some of the worst. That's not his. I was saying, and one of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not his fault. Um. So my final closing statement, Roy, thank you. And you had a daggone good career. Are we you happy that – Yeah, I would say are happy that North Carolina hired within then? Um, He was not my first choice, but I kind of figured that's what it was going to be. This is what happened when Dean Smith retired. They hired the, – they got the assistant, and then they brought back Roy. Um, So it's been in the family for the last five coaches we've had. Um, yeah. So I kind of figured this direction was going. He was the head of recruiting as well. So um, yeah, I don't think recruiting is going to hurt us at all. Um, this is who Roy wanted, and I think that's the most important thing. Whoever Roy thinks is the best choice is probably who they should have picked to be fair to Roy for what everything he's done. So, mm-hmm. um, And also seeing all the player, former players and current players' reaction, they seem to love this. So I'm happy with it. I yeah. I heard a lot of whispers of Jay Wright from Villanova, which I would have loved because he's a proven coach. Yeah. Because obviously, like, going to coach North Carolina, 
that's the biggest job. That was the biggest job in the market at the time. Like everybody wants yeah. to go coach there. So a lot of Carolina fans were saying like, call everybody just to see, call Tony Bennett, call Mark few, call Jay Wright, just to see, you know, but I'm fine with, I, I'm fine with this. Yeah. The players seem to like it and Roy likes it. So who am I to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was definitely bad timing on the part that like uh, Chaka Smart was already hired by Marquette and we'll get to this next, but Chris Beard went to Texas already. So the two big mm-hmm. name coaches were off the market. Yeah. And I honestly don't know if they ever really considered going outside of the Carolina family. I know they were looking at Wes Miller from UNC Greensboro, who was a former player from North Carolina, but he's only like 30 right now. And I bet you he'll be the coach in North Carolina at some point in his life. Right after Hubert, however long he's there, depending on how successful he is. But I bet you they, they're going to have him in their back pocket for a while. Yeah. Um, so let's just move on here. Chris Beard to Texas. He went from Texas Tech to Texas Switch. What a blow to Texas yeah. Tech. My God. To lose your coach who led you to a national championship two years ago to an in-state school in the same conference. Yeah. Morty. Yeah, it, it's like Chris Beard was like alum of Texas Tech as well. Like, yeah, that's a big time blow. That's, that's a, a big, big fuck you to Texas Tech. Yeah. It, uh, one man's uh, rags is another man's riches. So Texas got, I think they got a better coach than Chris Beard than they had in Shocker Smart. Yo, I think it's definitely an upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's it's not a knock against Shocker Smart because he's a great coach, but Chris Beard's just that good. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Shaka Smart will do better in the Big East than he would some, somewhere like the Big 12. I think he will, too. Um, let's see. Porter Moses, former head coach of Loyola, Chicago, moved on to Oklahoma uh, after Lon Kruger retired. Uh, I, I don't know if I really like this move because Loyola's style of play does not fit the Big 12, in my opinion. Yeah, but if, really he was having, if, if he was having really good success with a team like Loyola, Chicago... I feel like he has to have success with a, like a big 12 school. That, I mean, I think it's, it's not like he has huge shoes to fill. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know what the expectations are going to be. It's not like Oklahoma a, has been a prestigious program in the last five years. So like, what do you have to lose? Take a chance on, take a chance on them. I think it's mm-hmm. a, and honest, it's a high risk, high reward. Yeah. And honestly, at Oklahoma, they literally just need one good player because they've had Buddy Heald and then Trey Young. Blake Griffin. Who? <laughs> Stop it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but like, like if he gets like one really good score, like a Buddy Heald or a Trey Young, then he'll look really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you'll be, I think Nick, Nick will know this. You know Denzel Valentine, Nick? Mm-hmm. His brother is now the head coach of Loyola Chicago. Really? Yeah. How I, old is his brother? <laughs> his brother's like 30, I think. Oh, Jesus. okay. Oh, that's holy shit. Well, Yum. no, I, I saw the picture of Loyola Chicago's new hire. I was like, damn, that looks a lot like Denzel Valentine. What the hell is he doing? <laughs> Doesn't he play in the NBA? Yeah. No, his brother Drew. Mm, all right. So, found that funny. Um, transfer portal news. Jordan McCabe, uh, we talked about how he might go to UWM last week. Uh, he decided to go out west to Las Vegas. Uh, don't really blame him there. This put quite the damper in my theory, but 
I'm happy for him. I mean, it's a smaller school where he'll probably play more, and obviously they wanted him. So yeah. I'm happy for him. Good for Jordan. Yeah. Plus he's in Las Vegas too. Like, come on. Um, right is a perk. <laughs> uh, we'll run through some awards here. Juwan Howard wins AP Coach of the Year. Mike Mark Few won Nate Smith Coach of the Year. I'm the fact. I'm sorry. Juwan Howard winning Coach of the Year is just ridiculous. Mark Few was 30 0 when they announced the award, and Juwan Howard already been bounced from the tournament. Uh, <laughs> that was. Yeah. That was, I could just disagreed heavily with that. I, I think there would have been two clear-cut options here. Mark Few and should have won both of them. But, I mean, if you were going to put in another coach, I think it would have been Scott Drew out of Baylor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think those two were the clear-cut options. Um, yeah, I don't know how they decided on yeah. Juan, Juan Howard. Howard. I don't know. In terms of player of the year, both AP and Naismith, Luca Garza out of Iowa. And Wooden announced earlier today. He got the Wooden and Award as well. So, we, yeah, no not surprise. really that surprising. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. He was the best player in college basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty simple. Uh, let's get it. Let's dive into the games here. Let's start with the final four. Um, Baylor absolutely blew out Houston. It wasn't even a game. Uh, so I don't know if we want to talk about that game or not. No, we don't have to. Okay. Yeah, that game was. No, <laughs> it was like it was like it was like twenty to four, like three four minutes in, like it yeah. was a route from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to the probably one of the best college basketball games I have ever seen: UCLA Gonzaga. This game was awesome. Start this to finish, was, yeah, without a doubt, top three tournament game of all time. Like I knew that it was coming down to the last shot too. I absolutely knew it was. I just feel awful for uh, Juzang. Mm-hmm. Like he fucking he did everything in his power to, and then just a half court buzzer beater by Suggs, which was ridiculous. It was, oh, I, I hate that my roommates don't watch sports, guys. <laughs> that that buzzer beater had me buzzing like for hours after. It's like I could not sleep. I, I texted Liam. I had to take melatonin because there was a zero percent chance I was getting any sleep because because every fucking thing on Twitter was just a replay of it, and of course I had to watch it every single time. Well, yeah, it was it was amazing. It was amazing, and then we had a classic Skip Bayless moment. Uh, I, dude, he he is the worst. He's just the worst. <laughs> I don't know how you could call that an all-time game when it ended on such a lucky shot. I know. What do you – like, oh, my God. Like, come on, dude. Like, he's not even being – he's not he, – he can't be tweeting that thinking, like, oh, everybody's going to love this. Like, he has to know that people are just going to get furious. Well, that is definitely his thing. He's definitely that yes. guy that's like, all right, I'm going to tweet the opposite of what everyone thinks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you could tweet that after that game, but it was the shot was in overtime too. It's not like it was in regulation. Like we had to go to overtime to get that shit. Yeah, I know. Do you um, think when he watched it, do you think he was sitting in his couch and he saw the shot go in and goes, "Oh, that sucks. That was so lucky." Yeah, this was him <laughs> the whole time. Oh no, um, that was a great shot. Sent Gonzaga into the national championship game and. I will say, leading up to the game, this is probably one of the most anticipated national championship games of my lifetime. 
Yeah, it was yeah. number one versus number two, and it was all year. They were number one and two, basically. And we finally got the game that we wanted in December, 1v2. And boy, oh boy, did Baylor just blow the doors off the Gonzaga at the start. Dude, Baylor has some of the best ball handling I've ever seen. Their defense was also just swarming. Like, Gonzaga could not do anything. They could not breathe, dude. It was nuts. Yeah. I it, I was going to say I've never seen domination like that in a championship game, but I have, but it was 10 years ago. But, like, this was nuts. Like, from start to finish, it never really felt like Gonzaga was close, even when they got yeah. to like nine occasionally. They would get it to nine, and then Baylor would go on a 5-0 run to put it right back to where it was before. And, like, Baylor controlled from start to finish, and they just never had it. Gonzaga never had a chance. Baylor also shot the ball really, really, really well. So well, they were the was, they were the number one three point shooting team from start to finish this year. So yeah. I, that was to be expected. I, I was gonna say the theme with Gonzaga in the Final Four game and the national championship game, both both the opposing teams shot the ball extremely well. Like I, mm-hmm. I think they were above fifty percent in both three point and like overall field goal percentage. You see like Baylor. And they they were they were a solid defensive team all year. Mm-hmm. I think they just ran into two fucking monsters. I think UCLA was a team of destiny that yeah. just came up short, and then Baylor was just Baylor was just the best team, and like they, no doubt they were the best team in college basketball. Yeah, yep. I, I think UCLA was better than advertised and should not have been a, an eleventh. I think the whole they Pac-12, should not have been an eleventh. The whole Pac twelve this tournament should have been ranked higher than they actually were. Yeah. Well, UCLA's problem was that. In the regular season, they lost five or four or five in a row to end the season. So people were like, oh, they peaked too early. But I, they just had a bad run of games and then got right back to it in the tournament. Yeah. Baylor was a buzzsaw all season, though. I mean, yes, absolutely. It, the Other Baylor than team, like the two weeks where they came back from COVID. Yeah. I was going to say this tournament Baylor team looked like the team before their COVID. And I will also say Wisconsin lost by the smallest margin to Baylor in the tournament. So way to get second place in my book, Wisconsin. I I love Wisconsin fans, dude. They're the best. My favorite tweets last night were all Wisconsin fans saying, Oh, the 2015 Wisconsin team would have killed both these teams. You guys lost in the national yeah, championship. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I, I I am not part of that Wisconsin fan group. The First 2015 all, would not have won. If you truly, truly believe that that 2015 Wisconsin team would have beat Baylor, you're an idiot. I think you're an if you, idiot. If you believe any team would have beaten Baylor last night, like, let's be honest here. That Baylor national championship team last that we saw last night, probably one of the best teams I've ever seen play in the national championship. I'm sure Davion Mitchell would have been terrified of Bronson Caning. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Definitely. Or who is that lefty? The... Something uh, Jackson, Jackson, like Travion Jackson or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, that guy was a bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Before we leave college basketball this year, I just want to say I've been riding Baylor all year, and it was great to see them win the national championship. Yeah, congratulations to the Baylor Bears. Yeah, congrats! It, it's actually a really good story from where they were when Scott Drew first took the job and a teammate murdered another teammate to them winning a national championship. All props to Baylor right there. 
I did not know that. You didn't know that. Fun fact you gave us right there. I did not. I I knew he got hired in 03 to like start the rebuild. Did not know the the murder little tidbit. No, it was a rebuild rebuild. They had to replace some players. Oh, my God. Oh, man. No, but sad to see you leave college basketball, but cannot wait for you to come back later this year. Yes. I'm already looking forward to next year. Mm Mm-hmm. And now we are going to be talking about baseball. Yay, well, baseball! We'll bring in our baseball expert here, Nick Giordano, uh, baseball insider. Go through the baseball news here. Yeah, the White Sox were a little bit overreacting on this whole Aloy Jimenez thing. I'll be, I'll be honest. Because last week I was saying that Lakers fans were being ridiculous with the LeBron stuff. This was a little bit over the top. The White Sox organization was being ridiculous. They literally were acting like he got murdered. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like, so I, So for those of you who don't know, Jimenez uh, tore something in his shoulder in spring training and had to get uh, surgery, so he's going to be out for the next five to six months. And for some reason, the White Sox acted like he was murdered or died in like a plane crash because they had his jersey out, his batting gloves, and like every all the teammates signed the jersey like he just died. And they hung up the jersey in the dugout too. Um, I saw, only- I saw that picture and it made me think of when Sam Foltz, Nebraska, Nebraska's punter, died in a car accident, and that's what they did. Eloy Jimenez, Jimenez hurt his shoulder. And they did the exact same thing. I was like, what is going on? Uh, but honestly, I, I like, don't get me wrong. It's a little bit, it's over the top, but it's also kind of nice that everyone on the White Sox really likes Aloy. So like it of shows course. a really good clubhouse culture. Yeah. You feel awful for, for the whites. Yeah. It's just, so it was... I like, I, I do like how that like literally everyone on the White Sox is like on the same page and stuff like that. Like they've got a good clubhouse. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel awful for him. Like you never want to see anybody get injured for even like a couple months. Injury is terrible, but mm-hmm. it was just they were just they just overreacted a little bit. Oh no, it dramatic. was over the top. It was it was yeah. a little bit over the top. <laughs> yeah. I the one thing they were missing is like them going out staying for the national anthem and having his jersey like yeah. <laughs> Jose Abreu was had his jersey like was holding up his jersey. Oh, they actually did that. Yes, during the national anthem, Jose Abreu was holding up Jimenez's jersey like he was oh murdered. God, yeah, that's, well, it's a little silly. To- it's not my. It's that's not my taste. But turns <laughs> out to his family. I mean, I'm really sorry for the loss. <laughs> yeah, I bet his family's devastated. <laughs> All right, um, Nick, the MLB All Star Game was moved out of Atlanta. It was just announced, what, like two days ago? That it was moved to Coors Field in Denver. Yes. Um, good. Yeah, I, I agree like with it. this. I agree with uh, this. Obviously, this was a very smart decision by MLB. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it was voters- in response. It was in response. Yeah, I'll say it. Uh, it was in response to Georgia's voter suppression law, essentially, that they put into place that makes it harder for people to vote, and it disproportionately affects people of color. So... The MLB is like, nope, that's not okay. So they pulled out. And the city of Atlanta said that they are going to lose out on like $100 million from this. So mm-hmm. I 100% agree with MLB here. It's similar mm-hmm. to what the NBA did a couple of years ago. 
in uh, Charlotte, right? Charlotte, yep. And I'm yep, pretty sure that was moved to Atlanta. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, that's the same thing. It was I I like it. Smart move by MLB and um Colorado's a really cool place and Coors Field is awesome. So that's See, a, that's a really cool place to have it. I think that the game will be more entertaining in Colorado just because of the high altitude. And I think we're going to have a lot more dingers in the game. The home run derby is going to be awesome. Just mm-hmm. so you know, home run derby is going to be sick. Um, so I, that is, that's, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, contract wise, Francisco Lindor, the New York Mets signed a 10 year, $341 million extension. They had to beat out Fernando Tatis by $1 million. Um, yeah, he deserves it. I think so. I think so anyway, because he's a uh, top three shortstop in the league. Um, but this now puts a lot of pressure on the Cubs for Javi Baez because Javi's going to have to have $200 million. I honestly, right now, I don't think he's worth that much, but, uh, the Cubs, if they want Javier Baez, they have they're going to have to pay him over two hundred million dollars. Yeah, I, I think it'll depend on like how many years he gets. Yeah, I, I'm guessing it'll be. I, I think that he'll sign like a five or six year deal. All right. Um, what did you just add in the doc, Nick? Okay, I just added. Um, so the White Sox rookie Yerman Mercedes, he started off this season. Going eight for eight uh, across two games. His first game, he went five for five. Then his second game, he started uh, three for three. And he is the first player in the modern era. He's the only player ever in the modern era, like 1901 and beyond, to start a season eight for eight. Just wait until Nick Giordano gets silly. He's going to start 10 for Exactly. And, but, uh, this year he's batting. He's he is uh, twelve for eighteen from the plate, so he's batting uh, six sixty seven, and he just won uh, AL Player of the Week. Or, right or, now he's on pace to be the greatest player of all time. Yeah, I saw Nate put something <laughs> in a story about how this guy's gonna win MVP, and I know it's just a joke and it's funny, oh, yeah. but I will put a trillion dollars that this guy does not win MVP. And he probably is going to end up batting about 210. No. Honestly, dude, it's a really interesting hit like when he's batting. So uh, with less than two strikes, he has his big leg kick. Uh, And then when he has two strikes, he gets rid of this leg kick, so he just tries to put it in play. He's like really good. He like hits for contacts, but he can absolutely mash the ball. Like it's crazy. I, like he's really good. My my favorite thing about baseball fans is the overreaction to the first week when they play 162 games. Like the Brewers oh. are one and three, and like the fans are ready to burn fucking Miller Park to the ground. It's like relax. Uh, they not Miller make, Park anymore. American Family Field. I was there. Come on. You're right. I don't know if I'll ever like come <laughs> around to calling it that. It's just, <laughs> Miller Park has such an easy ring to it. Yeah. Um, but it's like everybody relax. I promise you, the teams that are in first right now could end up in last, and the teams that are in last could end up in first because they played three games. Yeah, I don't Chill really out. think that the I don't think that the uh, Detroit Tigers are going to finish first in the AL Central this year. Um, 
Also, like, White Sox fans were acting like it was the end of the world that we started one for three also. Yeah, it's like, like dude, it literally could not matter less. The players don't even give a fuck at the I know. of the season. Last year, the White Sox started one for four. Like, they started the season one for four through their first five games. And this year, we're two, two and three. So, like, honestly, it is not – it's not a big deal. Really, the first month isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah I I, you have 158 more games to go. Like, let's be honest here. Yeah, I, th- I think they're going to be okay. The Brewers are also projected to win the NL Central, according to fan graphs. So, I saw that. I saw a couple people tweeting that they're the favorites. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah, with only 82 wins, though. Yeah, so they think the division's going to stink. Yeah. No, I don't be like what last year was. Um, speaking mm-hmm. of the Brewers, Orlando Arcia. Was traded today to the Atlanta Braves for two pitchers. Um, winner miss Arcia. This is heartbreaking <laughs> for me. Just, I yeah. know. It's your favorite player. <laughs> yeah. You who know me know Arcia was my guy. He was my favorite player. So this was a little upsetting. We got two pitchers for him, and we have Luis Urias at shortstop who was playing anyways. So I guess just wasn't mm-hmm. much of a spot for him. But Arcia was playing third. Yeah. But, yeah. He, I don't think he was starting though, because they had Travis Shaw they brought in. No, yeah. he was he was he was or I thought he was starting anyway. Um but I know he fine. didn't the I know he didn't the first day because he yeah. hit the walk off, but he came on as a uh DH yeah. or not DH, what is it called? Mm-hmm. A pinch, pinch hitter. hitter. Pinch hitter, yes. Well, uh, Travis Shaw hit a three-run home run against the Cubs about ten minutes ago. So, yeah, I know I have the game on. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, this this is not a big deal. No, not at Brewers. all. Also, the Brewers have three Gold Glove outfielders and four like really good outfielders overall. Like uh, Avisel Garcia, he's a he's good. It's just mm-hmm. honestly, the Brewers have too many good outfielders. If there was a DH dude, at, like there should be, the Brewers would have no problems. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I also agree with this move because they have uh, Bryce Terang, I believe is the name. Oh and yeah, they, that's right. Mm-hmm. I did see tweets about stop. him. So, I mean, obviously, I'm going to miss Arcia, but I think there's bets for the Brewers to move on. Yeah. All right, let's get to some other sports here. Uh, I believe, like, last Wednesday, Tyler Lockett signed a four-year, $69.2 million extension with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, so him, DK, and Russ are going to continue to be a Seattle Seahawk. It's looking like enough for the future. Congrats to Tyler Lockett. Yeah, he's good. Mm-hmm. I Very think he good. deserves it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, in other NFL news, Sam Darnold was traded to the Carolina Panthers, so the New York Jets are probably going to take a quarterback at number two overall. The Jets absolutely won this trade. They got three picks for Sam Darnold. Yeah. The highest of the picks, though, is only a second rounder. I think they got, like, a second, fourth, and a sixth. But still, like, again, I think in the NFL draft, like, first rounders aren't always, like, there like that great you know like freaking elvin kamara was like a third or fourth round pick yeah that i do agree with you on that one it's like but stuff like that i i think that 
I want to see how Sam Darnold does in uh, Joe Brady's system in Carolina. If I was a Panthers fan, I'd be so upset. This is like an Andy Dalton type situation. See, I would not be upset. I, I disagree with you on that one. He has the would, second worst QBR since he's entered the league. He's had Adam Gase as his coach the whole time. Oh, I know, but still. I, I think I want to see how it plays out with him and Joe Brady because I think Joe Brady will be able to he, – he won't be like – don't get me wrong. He's not going to be a top-half quarterback, but he's going to be for sure better than he was on the Jets. I think they go 3-14. and 14. They were probably going to do that with or without Darnold. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> so, um, so do you see Atlanta's trying to trade out of the four spot? I did yeah. see that. If a team that wants a quarterback trades up for that spot, we would see four quarterbacks go the first four picks, most likely. Oh, we definitely I don't would. know if that would ever that's ever happened before. This probably is a not. really good quarterback class. There's a chance there's five quarterbacks drafted in the first round if Kyle Trask makes the cut. Do you think Trey Lance is going to be one of the guys, one of those top three? No. Really? I think Trey Lance is going to get drafted in the first round. There's a Not the first three picks. Oh, Oh, not the first three picks. No, it'll go. Well, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, he's gotten. I saw that he's like he's moving like up the board. I don't think yeah. he's better than Trevor Lawrence, Kyle Allen, or Justin Fields. So, I I agree on that one, but I do think that when you look at the system fit, the 49ers at three may look to take him. Yeah, I would not be surprised if the 49ers took him. I think they'd be better off with Fields. I I think the 49ers can decide between Fields or. Lance. I don't know. I I would not be surprised. And I would I think we're gonna have five quarterbacks taken in the first round regardless. We might have six if Kyle might be six if yeah. 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 So I mean the NFL draft is coming up soon too. Like what, like 20 days away? Yeah, a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite times of the year. Hmm. All right. Uh other sports news. Nobody really cares about this, but Barry Alvarez, he announced his retirement. He's going to retire effective June 30th. Uh, good job, Barry. Great to lead the Wisconsin. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> let's do our game here. So we have two brackets today. Yes. Two brackets to fill out. Yeah, I found a fast food bracket as well. Oh, let's go. We'll start with the candy one. All right. So how do we want to do this? Do we want to... Each have our own, or do we want to go two best two like two out of three moves on? I two out of three. Let's just do two out of three. Like okay, so there's a chance somebody doesn't get their way, but that's fine. Yeah, but that's that's democracy. Yep. (laughs) Um, So one versus sixteen seed. We got Reese's peanut butter cups at the one versus Whoppers at sixteen. Ah, super tough one. I wonder what I'm going to pick and what we're all going to pick. Yeah, I'm going Whoppers, of course. I know you're you're joking. Yeah, no, we're going Reese's. Uh, It's obviously some Reese's. All right. Eight versus nine. Bit of a tough one. Twizzlers versus Snickers. Snickers. I would go Snickers. Oh, okay. Really? Really? 
I saw this bracket in. I love Twizzlers. I saw this bracket. I know you like, And I actually had Twizzlers like winning the whole thing. I love Twizzlers. Good, okay. oh well, my good, thing, God. good thing it's out. <laughs> yeah. You actually do you actually think like Twizzlers is like the best candy? I think so, yeah. Uh, Liam, I, that is an extremely hot take. <laughs> I Another, honestly don't know. I don't know if there's five other people in the entire world that think the same way you do. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> do you not like chocolate? Uh, I don't like chocolate that much. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate because chocolate's probably going to win a lot of these. <laughs> yeah. Um, five versus 12 seed. We have Swedish Fish at five and Junior Mints at 12. I'm going Junior Mints with the upset. I fucking this, hate Swedish Fish. This is tough because I really like both. I think I'm going to go Swedish Fish. Okay. So I got to be, so be the tiebreaker. Oh, no. I'm, I think neither I have of these, to go So pick the upset go. because neither of these have a chance against their next opponent. So pick um, the upset. Yeah, okay, Junior Mints. I'll pick Junior okay. Mints. I, trust me, it, once you hear this 4-13 and 13 matchup, it's not getting past either of these. Uh, okay. This one's a bit of a gauntlet for a 4-13. and 13, I'm not going to lie. We have Kit Kats versus Jolly Ranchers. That's oh, tough. yeah. The, yeah. There's no way that Junior Mints is getting past any of these. <laughs> no, zero percent chance. This I'll is pick tough. Kit Kats. Kit I'm, Kats. Not, I'm going with Jolly Ranchers. Liam's going picking chocolate. Yeah. This is one of the uh, Kit Kats and Twix. Y'all, yes. you're a Twix guy. Ugh. Oh, Twix is my favorite. Twix sucks. I will say it. It is the most boring candy ever. All right, Liam, we got to vote for Twix to get all the way to the end. <laughs> yeah. Please don't, man. Come on. I mean, it's my, it's my absolute favorite. It actually is. Oh, my God. Gosh. Um, I'm gonna go Jolly Ranchers here. Mm. I just love sucking yeah. on them. <laughs> um, six versus eleven. We have M and M's versus Gummy Bears. Gummy Bears. Gummy Bears. You are fucking psychopath. Yes, Liam. Yes, M and M's suck. Super overrated. You're an idiot, both of you. Yes, Liam. Let's go. Whatever. <laughs> Twix versus Milky Ways at three versus 14. Oh, I, I actually, Twix. Milky Ways are like my top three, like chocolate candy bars. Make the right decision, Liam. I'm going to go Twix. Thank God. Oh, that hurts. All right. Seven versus 10. Skittles versus Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. Another tough one. Sour Patch Kids. That's actually my favorite candy. Like out of everything, Sour Patch Kids are my go-to. I'll go Skittles. Fuck you. I hate making the decision. This is tough. I might go Sour Patch Kids, though, at the 10 seed. All right. Yeah. Two versus 15. Starburst versus Nerds. Starburst. Starburst. Yeah, probably Starburst. Yeah. All right. Next round, we got Reese's Peanut Butter Cups versus the nine seed Snickers. Hmm. This is actually a little bit tough. It is a little bit tough. It's like depends on how I'm feeling. Do I want? Yeah, it really does. Do I want yeah. Peanut yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go Reese's. I think I'm gonna go Snickers. Uh, I don't want to make a decision. God damn it! 
I um, should get my input in there quick so I didn't make the last decision. <laughs> I I think I'm gonna go Reese's, but this is a buzzer beater. Okay. That's fair. That that that's what I'm going with. Okay. Um Junior Mints versus who won? Kit Kat or Jolly Ranchers? Jolly, Jolly Ranchers. Ranchers. Okay, so we're going Junior Mints versus Jolly Ranchers in a 12 versus and 13 matchup. And the 13th seed is moving on. Yeah, Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> yeah, Jolly Ranchers across the board. Okay. Gummy Bears versus Twix. Fucking, it's, it's a crime. Gummy Bears moving okay. out of the first round. I'm going Twix. It's uh, not even close. I'm going. It's gummy bears for me. It's Twix. Twix. Thank God. <laughs> okay. Um, and then Starburst versus Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. I'm gonna go Starburst. I might go. I'm gonna go Sour Patch Kids. Yes. Some of the Starburst flavors are just boring. I feel like you can't go wrong with any of the Sour Patch Kids. You know. So. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. All right. We have Reese's Peanut Butter Cups versus Jolly Ranchers. This, this could be a very controversial list, dude. Yeah, it might I, be. I'm going to go I, Jolly Ranchers. I, I, kind of, I, I, I think I'm going to go Jolly Ranchers as well. Same. same. <laughs> a clean sweep for Jolly Ranchers, dude. We have Jolly Ranchers in the championship. Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit. And then we have Twix versus Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids, come on, I'm going guys. Twix. Come on, guys. Come on. I'm going to go Twix. Oh! That hurts my soul. That just hurts. So we have a three versus 13 matchup in the championship. We have Jolly Ranchers versus Twix. This is I'll going Jolly I'm going Jolly Ranchers. I'm going Twix. Fuck yeah, that's what's making Ian decide. You know what? I'm going quantity over quality. I can eat more Jolly Ranchers and I can eat Twix. I'm going Jolly Ranchers. Yeah! <laughs> yes! 13 I seed can- winning the motherfucking championship. <laughs> I cannot believe that Jolly Ranchers just won this, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I cannot is, believe it. That is controversial, but I do. They're good. They are good. They are. <laughs> that blue raspberry one, dude, is absolutely by far one of the best candies I've ever had. Yes, I agree. It is amazing. All right. We have a fast food one now. Yeah. So at a one versus 16, we have Chick fil A at the one versus Arby's. Okay, if, if I, I come on, yeah. it, it, we know just go next one. Come on, Chick fil A, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, yeah, I want some nice roast beef. <laughs> Our roommate actually ordered Arby's for the game yesterday for the first time, definitely Ricardo, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, eight versus nine, we have Panda Express versus Domino's. Oh god, you're putting this. This is the eight nine, dude. That's a this could be a cha- this could be a championship for me, honestly. I I'm going I'm panda. Go panda. Panda, yeah. Yeah, I think panda. Even though Domino's is definitely my favorite pizza place. I have a feeling I'm gonna lose this one, 
uh, we have the five versus 12. We have five guys versus Subway. I'm going Subway. It's five guys. I, I, Liam, I swear to God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Five guys. Okay. Thank you, Liam. I was about to, I was going to have some words. Four versus 13. We have Chipotle versus Checkers. I don't fucking know what Checkers is. I've had Checkers. Um, It's not as good as Chipotle. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go Chipotle. Yeah. Chipotle. Okay. Six versus 11. We have Popeyes versus In N Out. I've actually never had either of these. I've never had either. Oh, uh, so do you want to just sub them out real quick? If we can just fling up two fast food places that aren't on this list. Sure. So let's do Culver's at the six and then 11. Yeah. Be, we can do Burger King. That's not on uh, this list. Uh, sure. Why not? Because Culver's is going to win anyways. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, Culver's is going to beat Burger King for sure. Yeah, yeah. Culver's probably <laughs> would have beat just about anything we put there. Yeah. Um, that would have been like an 11 seed. Yeah. All right. Three versus 14. We have Wendy's versus White Castle. White oh, Castle. I'm going Wendy's. Their uh, oh. vanilla shakes or their <laughs> frosties are very, very good. Um, I've had both. I've only had White Castle once, though. Oh, okay. So I, I don't think I have a good enough sample size to yeah. accurately judge them, so I'm going to have to go Wendy's. Fair. Okay. I also I love Wendy's, but I just love White Castle for some reason. <laughs> Seven versus ten, we have Sonic versus Pizza Hut. Oh, both kind of suck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind 15, Sonic. 16, uh, the last... I'm not gonna lie. The last time I had Sonic, it was absolutely delicious. So I'll probably go Sonic here. Um, I like the Sonic commercials, so I'll go Sonic. All Fair. right, I like it. Uh, two versus fifteen, we have McDonks versus Jimmy John's. McDonks, Jimmy John's. I'm going McDonks. Yeah, Sorry. it's got the chicken nuggets are just too good. <laughs> Okay. I love McDonald's burgers, by the way. Like, I love them. Next up, we got Chick-fil-A versus Panda. Panda. Uh, Again, that just depends what I'm in the mood for. I know. And right now, I'm in the mood for Panda. (laughs) I'm going to go Chick-fil-A. I'm going to go Chick-fil-A as well. It's close. Very close. It is tough. Mm. Yeah. Um, five guys versus Chipotle. Five I'll go guys. Chipotle. Chipotle. Oh, wow. Upset. Knocked out. Knocked out <laughs> already. Actually, Chipotle was the four. Five guys was the five. So it was not an upset. No. Um, I I don't know. Culver's versus Wendy's. I'm gonna go Culver's. Probably Culver's. Culver's yeah. definitely has better quality food. Yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. And then Sonic versus McDonald's. 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 Yeah. Uh, right. I don't I don't really eat McDonald's, so I'll be I'll go Sonic. All right. It doesn't matter, <laughs> but <laughs> Chick-fil-A versus Chipotle. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I'm Chick-fil-A. gonna go Chipotle. Oh, I was gonna go Chipotle. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just love chicken sandwiches, dude. Chipotle. Their spicy chicken sandwiches. The best. Mm. I like um, the grilled. I, I like the nuggets. 
have you had the grilled nuggets? No, I don't eat the grilled. I, okay, I, I was I, gonna say I haven't. I haven't had the grilled nuggets. The Chick Fil A yeah, no. nuggets are really good though, like the regular ones. Culver's versus McDonald's. Culver's. This is tough for me. I'll probably honestly. go Culver's. I think. Mm. I just I, I probably have less gross poops after Culver's compared to McDonald's. So. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, the food's definitely fresher at Culver's. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I would probably say Culver's too, but it's close for yeah. me anyway. All right, championship. We have Chick Fil A versus the substitute Culver's. This would be like Louisville making a championship this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably well, this is Chick-fil-A. definitely Chick-fil-A. Yeah, Chick-fil-A. The one seed takes it, as expected. Yeah. Fun fact, the people I saw fill out this bracket picked Arby's to win the whole thing. The 16th the seed. <laughs> they had Arby's <laughs> winning the whole thing. They love Are Arby's. they like... Are they in like a mental hospital? Yeah, bro. Are no, they like... there is a bit of a disclaimer. Arby's does sponsor their podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I hope you get Arby's as a fucking sponsor. It's Pat McAfee's. Uh, it's the Pat McAfee show. Arby's is the sponsor oh my... of the Pat McAfee show. Oh my god! Or like the the pod that they do, not his show. I don't think. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get into. I'm gonna put a jingle in for top five, but I let's actually get into our I, top five. I actually really like the bracket idea. I think we should do more of those. I like the brackets a lot, actually. All right. I would like to do a pop one. I like to do a Oh, okay. I get to make the because... bracket, and I'm putting Diet Sunkiss at the one. <laughs> and Diet Pepsi at the two. Yeah, you fucking know it. <laughs> and Diet Coke's at the three. <laughs> oh, God. All right, uh, uh, let's, get, let's get into our top five here. We have top five celebrities that we'd like to go to dinner with. Yes. And, yeah, and it's more of a casual vibe, we're thinking. Yep. Yeah. Except, um, for, except for one of these for me. Yeah, I mean, you could have going on a date with them. No judgment. Mm-hmm. But Okay, you said no judgment, so when I say my number five, you better mean it, because I think uh, I'm going to catch a lot of flack on number five. Tom Holland. Nope. No, he's way higher on your list. What am I thinking? He's not on my list. Wow. Spoiler. Um, I do have an honorable mention. Um, if yeah, you want, should I start? Should I say it? Yeah. 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 Just because this is not a single person. It's a group. I have the Inside the NBA on TNT crew. Okay, yeah. Okay, that okay, would be yeah, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they're an honorable mention, because... That would be the most fun thing of all time. <laughs> Just Chuck and Shaq going at each other the whole night. Yes. All right. Does anybody else have honorable mention? Nope. All right. Well, then anybody can start at five then. You can start. I want to hear your five. Five. All right. Judgment-free zone. I'm going to catch slack for this, but you know what? I don't care. My number five is Harry Styles. What? That's a great pick. What are you talking about? Do my roommates always dog me for liking Harry Styles so much? They think I have a strange obsession with him. That's no, ridiculous. You, you have not- a strange obsession with Tom Holland, not Harry Styles. I don't think I have a strange obsession with either of them. It's not like I have 
posters of them fucking around my room. I just enjoy their material. I think Harry Styles is a that, great artist. And I think Tom Allen's a fantastic actor. And it helps that they're both dashingly handsome. <laughs> Andy, is, is that a Harry Styles cardboard cutout behind you? Yeah, you have oh, a Harry oh, Styles carver cutout right there. There's no. And you're way wearing your One Direction t-shirt right now. There's no way I can prove you guys are lying, so this just sucks. <laughs> no, I would just love to talk to oh, Harry yeah. Styles, uh, just pick his brain about the music industry, about his days mm-hmm. in One Direction. I bet you he has some wild stories about One Direction that they're not allowed to talk about. Because I bet you they got oh, yeah. some, some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that pick. I like that pick. Same. Thank I'm you. a awesome. I'm a big fa- I'm a big fan of this one. In terms of like fashion too, like you could just talk about fashion. Oh yeah, yes. he's got the best style, one of the best styles out there. No pun intended. Oh shit, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love Harry. Slow. Uh, I'll go next. My number five, Pete Davidson. Oh, I love okay. that pick. I love that pick. <laughs> I fucking love Pete Davidson, dude. He is one of the funniest people I've ever like listened to. The fact on like SNL, all of like that. I don't know if it's because he's come up more and more on my for you page on TikTok, and I was just <laughs> hearing about how like he has like a dead dad or something like that. And he can joke about that. Um, I don't dude, know that 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 fucked him up so bad. His dad. <laughs> But, uh, man, I would love to just sit there. It'd be a great dinner. I don't think I would ever stop laughing when I'm with him. Like, he's just, he's funny when he doesn't even try to be funny because he's so awkward. That's why it's so funny. That Yeah, he is, like, the most uncomfortable human being in every situation. (laughs) And that's why he's so funny. Yeah, he always, like, sits, like, with his shoulders scrunched (laughs) up like he's... He does have his shoulders up like that. Um, all right. For my number five, I have Pedro Pascal. Mm, okay. Uh, because he seems like one of the most genuine, nicest people alive. And I would love to talk to him about Game of Thrones and The Mandalorian. That would be so fucking awesome. That would be. All right. My number four, I have Logic. Um, mm-hmm. staying in the music industry actually my first three picks in the music industry now that I think about it um, I I would just love to have a conversation with him you were talking about what, being a genuine person I feel like he seems like one of the most genuine celebrities ever I mean mm-hmm. you won't find 20 celebrities that retire when they're making millions of dollars because they just want to be have a family I feel like that's pretty honorable Yeah, and I would just love to talk to him about I bet he has a lot of good stories as well. And then I just, I don't know. He just seems like the coolest. He just seems like the coolest dude. And obviously I've been a big fan for a long time. Yeah. So he's like a role model. So mm-hmm. to meet him would be sick. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Okay. My number four, Mark Wahlberg. Marky Marky Mark. Mark? <laughs> and- That's actually really funny that we both said that. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to just listen to his Boston accent for an entire dinner and just absolutely hear that. Maybe he can go over like his Ted days because I absolutely love Ted. Um, and hopefully he just doesn't beat up a minority at the end of the night. Who knows? Jesus Christ. Oh <laughs> um, would you guys eat Wahlburgers then? 
Would that be your meal? I'm assuming it would be. Did you get it for free then? It would have to be. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, if Liam went out to dinner with Mike, Mark Wahlberg, I would hope he would just pay. <laughs> no matter yeah, where that's it is. true. Yeah, I hope true. anybody, any people on our list, I hope they would just pay. Yeah, I would hope they would pick up the bill. <laughs> All right. For my number four, person from TikTok, who I think is one of the funniest people on TikTok, uh, Brittany Broski. Oh, not who I thought. I love Brittany Broski so much. I think she is one of the funniest people on TikTok, dude. I don't know why. I just I just think she's so fucking funny. I'm not going to say who I thought it was because I have a feeling they're going to be on your list. No, you can say it. I, oh, wait. No, 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 no. I think they might be on my list. Yeah, I think they will be. Uh, I, you struck me as more of like a James Charles type of guy. No, I'm not a pedophile. Like a sexual predator? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, is it my turn? Yeah. Yep. This one's probably... I don't know if... I doubt either of you will have expected this. I have Dave Bird, a.k.a. Lil Dicky. Uh, I think... That's, yeah, I could see you definitely having that, yeah. His show, Dave, is in my opinion, the funniest first season of a show I've ever seen in my life. He has the most creative mind ever. And I would just love to see how <laughs> those fucking wheels spin in his head. He is, he's a genius, but he's so clever and so funny that like his humor is just, it's just amazing. I, you know, so you guys know Philip, the smartest kid to ever live. Yeah. He loves like, that's his kind of humor, like smart humor and I'm not very smart, mm-hmm. but I still love it. So I, <laughs> I just love to get inside of his head and just he got to be one of the funniest people on earth. He has to be. I feel like that. Sh- I, he just has to come up with that stuff like off the top of his head. He does. Like, he does. He's also, like, he, I'm sure you've seen, he's one of the greatest freestylers ever. I, I was just about to say, he's one of the best freestylers I've ever seen. So His, his brain is just always working. And he doesn't freestyle, he freestyles about, like, intricate, funny, like, smart, clever things. It's not just, like, bullshitting about fucking alcohol and weed and titties. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, it's smart. like, it's like how his songs are, like the song Pillow Talking, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's like that. I bet you he freestyled most of that. I bet you one day he was just sitting in bed and that 11-minute song just came to him like, how funny it'd be if I made a song and halfway through my brain came out of the closet and had a whole other rap part. <laughs> like, who the fuck that- that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's so awesome. All right. Um, my number three is a group. Um, hopefully our former, co- our, not former, our future co-workers, pardon my take, as a group, I would love to go out to dinner with them. That would be a lot of fun. That would, they would, I would love to just hear them like shit on like Philly football, either like talk between like Hank, PMT, no, not PMT, PFT, Big Cat, Jake Marsh. Oh, I would love to go out to dinner with them. Isn't their editor name's Liam? I'm pretty sure they call him Liam, but I'm, I don't know if he's Bubba <laughs> or Liam. <laughs> yeah oh yeah i don't yeah who knows bubba is i would assume bubba is probably the nickname if one of those two is his real name yeah, yeah. I would say it's yeah. probably the nickname it's a safe assumption no but there's they would just be like just dudes talking sports like just mm-hmm. bros being bros 
Right. All right. For my number three, I would love to go on a date with this person. Aubrey Plaza. I fucking love that woman. (laughs) I love Aubrey Plaza, bro. She, She is one of the funniest. She is one of the funniest actors ever. And that's how she is in real life, too. Mm-hmm. she's like that weird i know she is it is like freaking april on parks and rec is one of my f- favorite television characters ever because she like- is just go sorry go do you like anna kendrick yes yeah i'm actually in love with her <laughs> like deep in my heart i really am i love anna kendrick <laughs> Did she, they're friends. They're like really that's why, good friends. That's why I asked. Yeah. Like imagine going yeah. a double date, me and you, and then fucking. I, I'm sorry. Could you just imagine somebody seeing me and you at dinner with Anna Kendrick and Aubrey Plaza? Uh, we would be the winners of life if that ever happened. <laughs> I think people would, would people would definitely think they're doing it for some like charity reason. Oh, definitely a Make a Wish type deal, but yeah. <laughs> but hey. I mean, if that if it was a make a wish type deal, I'll take it. Oh, same. Oh, I don't care. I'll fake it. I'll shave yeah. my head. <laughs> Good God. Okay, my number two. Uh, <laughs> bit of recency bias here, but I have Roy Williams. Yep. Um, I feel like he just me and I could just talk about Carolina basketball all day, and who better to talk to about it than than him? And also, I just Liam was talking about uh, he loves Mark Wahlberg's accent. I could listen to that little Southern drawl all <laughs> fucking day long, dude. He's just the cutest old man. I <laughs> I love Roy. And then, like we just talk about basketball, and I'm sure he has some amazing stories about some of my favorite players. I would love to hear him and talk Mike, about and Michael with, Jordan and Michael Jordan. True. Um, I would love to hear him talk about like his relationship with Kobe white too. Cause I feel like they yeah. are just two peas in a pod and yeah. Kobe's one of my all time favorites. So mm-hmm. my number two, my favorite uh, singer post Malone. Oh, that's a good pick. I, I had to, I had to leave him off my list, but I'd love it. I would absolutely love to spend being the presence of him for maybe like 30 minutes an hour. Like if that's all the time I got, I would be like thrilled. Seems like, like the nicest guy alive, by the, the way. Yeah. The nicest guy. He knows like how to have fun, but like he understands like he's not like the center of attention. Very humble. Yeah. I feel like he doesn't have to be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No. He's not one of those celebrities. Like he can just, you can just all be in like a circle chatting with the boys and he just feel like one of the boys. That's what I feel like it'd be. Yeah. Yeah. I would absolutely love to go to dinner with him. Uh, my number two, Twitter's heartthrob. Caucasian James. Oh, you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love Caucasian James so much, dude. One of the, like he is just, he's just awesome. No other way around it. And he's got great style. He's got that '90s dad look. Oh, I love it. I don't who'd think I'd put him in my. Who would you think was going to be on my list? By the way, Skip Bayless. Well, oh, who's God. your? Well, you haven't said your number one yet. Oh, that's true. That's true. 
I mean, if it's who I'm, I'll tell you after if it's not who I think it is. Okay. Okay. All right. My number one, my favorite human being to ever exist on the planet, Dave Portnoy. I, I'm not, I mean, he's just, first of all, when you talk about accents, he's, mm-hmm. I love New York accents. Um, he is probably the funniest person to ever live. And he is just, I love how straightforward and honest he is about everything. And just fucking, if you suck, he's just going to tell you that you fucking suck. And I think he's just so fucking funny. And I would just love to hear all the stories that he has about Barstool and his life growing up and how he's such a cocky fuck. <laughs> I just, I, I absolutely love Dave Fortnoy and everything that he does. That is a fantastic pick. Thank you. Um, my number one, a little bit controversial, OJ Simpson. You know what? I I don't hate that because I would love to talk to him as well. I I guess I don't know if it's because I'm watching the like uh, OJ like Simpson uh, Netflix series. Oh, yeah. the People versus OJ. Yeah, I'm watching. I've that seen right that now. like three times, dude. It is it's so good. It's very good, and. I, I just want to know if he did it or not. Like, can like a bro just be a bro and just tell me? Like, uh, I don't mean to spoil it for you, but he did it. <laughs> you don't have to like, ask him. You think? <laughs> yeah, like, did you ever hear about the Dave Chappelle story? Like, oh, Dave yeah. Chappelle met him and like the uh, like after one of his shows or whatever, talked to him. And when OJ left the room, Dave Chappelle's like, "Oh yeah, he did it." <laughs> have you guys seen the interview? What he did like shortly after. The trial where he pretends to stab the lady. Yeah. She's like, did you do it? He's like, nope, didn't do it. Didn't do it. And then she's, they cut to her. She's like, after dinner, OJ said he had a surprise for me. If I came back to the hotel room and they get him on video pretending to stab her to death. What a motherfucker. That's him being like, I did it. And everybody knows it. And you fuckers still let me get away. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> All right, for my number one, I've got Ethan Klein. Not who I thought. Okay. Of H3, H3 podcasts. Because mm-hmm. I think he is so fucking funny. And I would just love to chat with him. He is very funny. Mm-hmm. Who'd you think I was going to say? Cody Ko. Oh my God, I forgot to put Cody Ko on this list. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was waiting for him the whole time. Okay, like, uh, Brittany Broski. I was like, really? You like Brittany? I'm gonna Broski bump Cody Ko. I'm, I'm gonna bump Brittany Broski. <laughs> Cody Ko <laughs> is gonna be my number. He, hell, he might be my number one actually. Cody Ko <laughs> is my number one. <laughs> Last I totally changed to the list. I, I dead ass totally forgot about him. I'm not even kidding. Like I figured that was gonna be your number one the whole time. No, okay, so yep, Cody Ko is my uh, number one. Absolutely love him. I think he's one of the funniest people alive. He is one of the funniest people alive. And his, uh, his like, the, do you see the video where he's like, he was doing those pranks where he was like, hey, do you got the time? Oh, yeah, it's 11 30. We talked about that when we were golfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So funny, dude. Hey, you got the time? Yeah, it's 11 30. All right, thanks, man. Oh, oh, get fucking wrecked. What a fucking loser that guy is. <laughs> you fucking pranked. <laughs> the yeah, polite right. prankster cody co yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep but he yeah. Has number one 
So who 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 are you bumping off? Uh Brittany Broski for sure. Was she your number move, five? She was four. I'm just gonna move everyone down. So it's gonna go Pedro Pascal, Aubrey Plaza, Caucasian James, Ethan Klein, and then Cody Ko. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Good list. Uh, anything happening in your guys' lives? My I went to the Brewers game started today. Oh, you can go. My tennis season started today. Nice. Is Joey playing? He did not show up. Damn but it! It's still contact days, so he still he still can. I'll try. I'll talk to him. <laughs> I'll try to get him too. I mean, that would. That would be the most, that would be like the greatest thing ever. I honestly just wanted to come out so I can laugh at him. Well, yeah, that's why. Because he would laugh too. He would do his stupid <laughs> laugh. It would be so funny. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, other than that, nothing going on in my life right now. I just went to the Brewers game the other day. Big Brewers fan. Yeah, I was just excited to go back to a baseball game. But it? I will. It was it was good. Uh, I will say I honestly think that Brewers fans are the most boring fans of all time. Like the game was so boring, dude. I uh, I honestly cannot believe that they won the fan thing because that was the most boring game I've ever been to. I was about to say, according to the Twitter polls, we're the best fans in baseball, and that is cap. Maybe on Twitter you are. But going Aren't to the games, not, no. But it's it's definitely affected because of COVID. Like, there's yeah, way less th- they can do. But there were times like uh, like where it like it could get loud. Like obviously when Christian Yelich was announced, people clapped. So like it was loud then. But like, dude, literally after that, it was so boring. It was so quiet. Even when the game was close in the first couple innings. Nick. Did- I forgot to mention this, but did you see like the Texas Rangers had full capacity at their home? Yeah, that that's ridiculous. That's Texas for you in a nutshell. Hundred percent capacity. I was shocked they had hundred percent capacity. I know that that I'm sorry. That is way too much right now. Like, come on. Like that's just you just think about it for a split second, and you got to realize that that's not the right decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Colorado Rockies right now they have forty one percent capacity, so they have like over twenty thousand people. That might bode well for the All Star game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming that there, it'll probably be up to seventy five percent. Honestly, by July we might be at full capacity because I think every single person who wants a vaccine will have one by then. Yeah, speaking of vaccines, I'm getting my first dose tomorrow. Awesome, will we be awesome. the first podcast? To be all fully vaccinated? I think we will. We'll be the first podcast in existence to have three fully vaccinated hosts. Think about that. I think Nebraska's spring game is going to have the biggest crowd since COVID started on May 1st. They're doing like 60%, 60-something percent capacity, which is 60. Oh, that's a lot. I was going to say, that's a lot. Yeah, and I think 66,000 will be the most in the U.S. since COVID started. Mm-hmm. That's literally more than that's bigger than Soldier Field. Well, it holds like ninety thousand. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think most schools will be full capacity by the football season. 
yeah by summer uh yeah i um yeah i think by the end of summer i honestly think by the end of summer we'll be like back to normal God, I hope so. or pretty much so all right so we got mm-hmm yep all right thanks for listening we'll talk to you next week hey!